Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Tax Traders, Down the Hatch. I'm Maggie, and I'm here with Allie, Ben, and Ashlyn. And we're going to talk about Richard Hatch, the winner of the first season of the TV show Survivor. Have any of y'all ever watched Survivor? I personally have not, but I know a lot of people who do. I've watched, watched some. It's pretty good. It's a classic. I have watched a few episodes. I personally have not, but I do know a lot of people who have watched almost all the seasons. Now I'm going to pass it off to Ben to give us a quick background on Richard Hatch. Okay, so Richard Hatch was born in 1961 in Newport, Rhode Island. He attended the Florida Institute of Technology to get his bachelor's in marine biology and oceanography. Um, he became the first winner of Survivor in 2000 and won the show and the prize money of a million dollars, which is kind of the biggest selling point of Survivor. Um, and then following the show, most of the winners kind of just like fade out after the show is over, but he became a popular figure in reality TV pretty much throughout the next decade. Um, he was on The Weakest Link, Survivor All-Stars, um, and he also was in really other really big shows such as The Apprentice and The Biggest Loser in 2016. Um, however, half the reason that he was so popular is because he won Survivor, but another big reason that he stayed so relevant is because of some of the things that happened with the taxes from um, his prize money. And so we're going to go into that a little bit more in the podcast. Just as a random question, are there any reality TV shows or game shows that y'all would consider going on? I want to go on that one where name that tune or whatever it is with Jamie Foxx and his daughter. I think that'd be pretty cool. I don't think I could go on any. No, you don't no, think so? Jeopardy think would be so. cool, but I feel Maybe like I'd lose for Family Feud. I also would go on Family Feud. I think it would be fun. Steve Harvey, great. <laughs> Next up, for those of you who haven't seen it, Allie will give you a brief explanation of the objectives of Survivor and kind of how the show works. Yeah, so Survivor is a reality television show that debuted in 2000. It's based on the Swedish show Expedition Robinson, which was created by Mark Burnett and Charlie Parsons. The series follows a number of participants, usually around 16 to 20, being isolated in a remote location where they must provide food, fire, and shelter for themselves. Every three days, one participant is removed from the series by majority vote with challenges being held to give a reward, which can range from living and food-related prizes to a car, and immunity from being voted out from the series. The last remaining player is awarded a prize of $1 million. Now I'm gonna take us on a timeline from the beginning years right after winning the money. It all started in 2000 when he won Survivor. In March of 2001, Hatch hired accountant Richard Plotkin to prepare his 2000 tax return. He was provided a 1099 by Survivor, which showed his $1,010,000. Plotkin prepared a tax return for Hatch. However, Hatch did not like that he had to pay so much in taxes and chose not to file the return that was prepared for him. In long story short, he did not submit any sort of return for the year 2000. In 2002, the IRS reached out to Hatch, stating that they had not received a tax return for the year 2000. He then reached out to a family friend to prepare the tax return for him. She indicated that he needed to pay taxes on the survivor money. In a quote from caselawfinelaw.com, they said that in the fall of 2002, Hatch asked Wallace what his 2000 tax exposure would be, the survivor income were 
wholly excluded from the tax assessment. Wallace, the accountant, offered to prepare a spreadsheet with that analysis, but Hatch wanted the information to be provided in the form of a complete tax return. Wallace accordingly prepared a hypothetical 2000 tax return, which omitted the survivor income. Later in November, Wallace gave Hatch the hypothetical 2000 return she had prepared. This document did not have Wallace the accountant's name on it, nor a signature as prepared. Hatch orally and in a letter signed in Wallace's presence agreed that the return was for informational purposes only and that he would not file with the IRS. Wallace told Hatch that she could lose her license if he filed the return. Hatch said he understood. And later that same day, however, Hatch signed and mailed the return to the IRS. Isn't that ironic, everyone? Like, would you prepare a tax return knowing that it had false information on it? Like, as an accountant? It seems like a not responsible decision. A big lapse in judgment there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what was she thinking? I guess, like, friends are friends, but dang, not my first choice for sure. So not surprisingly, um, uh, accounting flaw such as what Richard Hatch had his accountant do led to some legal um, repercussions. Um, so two years after the original IRS notice was sent to him, um, he was indicted for willful evasion. Um, and he was asked to take a plea deal, um, which he didn't do, which I noted was kind of stupid because like, it, at least with white collar crime specifically, it kind of seems like people can usually take a pretty solid plea deal, but maybe this just speaks to the character of Hatch being kind of um, like a cocky guy. He's kind of known for that on the show, but he, he thought that he could go to trial and get away with it. Um, but he ended up uh, being charged with 10 criminal counts, including tax evasion. Um, and if he was convicted, he could face up to 47 years in prison. Um, at trial, he was acquitted of eight counts, but he was found guilty of two counts of attempting to evade taxes and one count of filing a false tax return, which as we talked about before, was relating to the 2000 and 2001 tax returns. Um, even after the sentencing, he, um, he claimed that CBS was at fault and um, he actually, there's a, a lawsuit involved where he's suing CBS um, for putting him through the pressure of financial hardship, what, what have you, from the whole ordeal. Um, it's just, just, it just keeps going on. Um, there's also um, a, a quote from him where he talks about how he's, his fellow contestants were sneaking food out of the set, and he claims that CBS um, said something about how they would pay the taxes on his winnings if he didn't, if he stayed silent on them letting that happen and all this stuff. Um, so just, just a lot of stuff happened, and um, eventually his final sentence is that he got 51 months in prison, um, and they ordered him to pay a total of $474,971 plus interest and penalties to the IRS. I just think it's so funny that he said that he wasn't going to be, or that he wasn't going to be responsible to pay taxes, because there's a quote in here that states he signed a contract stating, I shall pay all state and federal and other taxes on any prizes I win from the show. I just think it's so interesting that he thought he was gonna be able to get off. Now that we've talked a little bit about the timeline of poor Richard Hatch's demise, let's talk a little bit about the tax rules and implications just on a general basis. Ashlyn, you wanna tell us a little bit about taxes for game shows and stuff like that? Yeah, so the problem of paying taxes isn't just an issue with Richard Hatch. It's happened multiple times over different cases. 
Um, some of Oprah's fans um, were forced to pay tax on the cars that she gave them. And so many people have asked, why can't the shows just pay for the taxes? And the answer is yes, but the recipients have to pay tax on the income received from the show paying for the taxes. And so this kind of creates a back and forth of, of tax liabilities. And so in order for this to kind of stop, the simple answer is yes, but this creates a something called a convergent geometric series, which essentially just means that in order for a show like Survivor to pay the taxes, they would have to do the take home amount divided by one minus the tax rate. And so given that the tax rate is 30% for Richard Hatch, CBS would have to pay him $1.4 million to cover the taxes. I feel like $1.4 million is a lot bigger of an undertaking for Survivor to give out to Richard Hatch over the $1 million prize with him paying taxes on it. Anyway, what would he even need all that money for? Ali, what does he even spend all of this money on anyway? So according to prosecutors, Hatch spent nearly $700,000 on home improvements and landscaping. He also bought several pieces of property in Canada, several of which had to be sold over the years to cover municipal back taxes. What could anyone do with that many locations in Canada? It's pretty cold up there. Hatch had a few words to say about his sentencing on not paying his taxes. He wrote an open letter to the public while he was in custody and the TMZ obtained this stating, I can prove my innocence if someone will just loan me the $300,000. And if Hatch finds this money, he plans he plans to sue Survivor, the Survivor creator, Mark Burnett, and the other CBS employees associated with the show for, quote, the years of torment and financial devastation I have incurred as a result of their improper actions. Hatch also claims that the IRS and the government has used his fame as an example for what happens when somebody does not pay their taxes. I just think it's so funny that he wants the $300,000 to sue people, not to prove his innocence. <laughs> He's like, oh, give me the $300,000 and I'll prove that I, you know, didn't have to pay these taxes. But first, let me use all of that money. Yeah. And it's all their fault. Right, exactly. I also think it's funny that in the fact that he asked for $300,000, but that he asked the general public and he was kind of known for being like the unpopular person on the show at the time. So like all these fans that didn't like him, he's asking them for $300,000. It just seems like, like his narcissism is just through the roof. That's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to our episode of Tax Evaders. If you are looking for ways to avoid taxes, you might want to check out Richard Hatch's book, How to Make a Million Dollars, Lose 100 Pounds, and Just Plain Live Happily. Disclaimer, as future CPAs, we do not recommend following any of the advice in his book.